friends, and welcome to the third ever episode of The Tabletop Tavern. My name is Jenny. I will be your dungeon master for the entirety of this campaign. I am so excited to have you here. I think I will let my uh, my players introduce themselves. Right. Starting with- Hello. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was like, now's my chance. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Victoria. I am playing Leon LaBelle. Who's next? You. Me? Oh, hi, I'm Ryan and I play Galen Wayfair. Oops. <laughs> I'm just having with the overlay. There we go. It's okay, Jenny's doing things. Um, But on Perfect. that note, I am Doe or a Doe Deer and I play the wonderful and weird Gris Littlefoot. And I'm Pippin, uh, also Pocket Pippin, and I play Ariadne and Kylte, the Wood Elf Monk. Thank you all very much. Without further ado, let's uh, let's go over what happened last episode for those of you who might have missed or forgotten, if that's at all possible. I thought the storytelling was fantastic, if I do so say myself, in my very humble opinion. Uh, in our last episode, which was episode to the curse of noble blood, our heroes, if we can call them that, found themselves in the <laughs> elven city of Freyland, seeking answers about a man who seemingly rose from the dead from the great library of Freyland. However, before they made it even a few steps through the city gates, they were greeted by Gabriel Laneros, a nobleman claiming to know Leon through her mother, who invited them to a soiree at his home. <laughs> As Leon schmoozed and flirted with the other nobles, the no other nobles, Galen, Ariadne, and Gris discovered a mysterious room and began to realize that Gabriel and his companions had more of them than met the eye. However, before they could warn Leon as to their discoveries, the entire company was gripped by exhaustion, with the exception of Ariadne. Gabriel offered them the use of his, of his guest rooms, which they accepted gladly. As our heroes climbed into bed, Galen heard a woman scream from Leon's room next door, and he and Ariadne, in separate rooms, discovered that the doors to their rooms had been locked from the outside. Great, guys. <laughs> That's me talking what? from the ether. <laughs> you, yeah, from an unknown source. <laughs> So you are all locked in your rooms. Galen, you have heard a scream. Ari, you are preoccupied with the fact that you can't get your damn door open. And Gris, uh, I believe last we checked, you were taking a little snooze. Yeah, and dozing off. Um, can I pick the lock you with can my try. thieves tools? You can try. Can we get a uh, slight of hand check there? You can. Um. Nine plus four, whatever that is, math. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. It's 13. a good thing you have okay, me I here. Do it. <laughs> it's space. Okay. All right. That was a failed intelligence check, really. Yeah. All right. So you can hear the door lock, click, unlocked, but when you go to open the door, it is still stuck. In my room, um, can I check the windows? Yes. Let's get a perception check. Uh, give me a dick. Let's go... Perception. 
Four plus four, eight. Uh, that's a window, and that window is stuck. Cool. Do I see anything else in the room? You rolled to perceive the window. I'm gonna need you to roll again to perceive the room. The room, gotcha. All right, better, 14 plus four, 18. All right, so you kind of take a look around the room. There are two beds, one on either side, um, both of which are kind of like full-size beds by by modern equivalents. Gris is asleep in one, tucked in, snoozing away, probably dreaming about mushrooms. Uh, (laughs) The other one is still made. You haven't yet gotten into bed, and your bag rests on the bedside table adjacent to it. You notice that there are two tables in the room, one next to each bed, each of which has a small drawer on it. Uh, I'll check the drawers. I'll check the one nearest me first. All right, uh, you check that drawer and it is empty. Lovely, I'll check the other one. <laughs> in the other drawer is Gris's precious satchel. Ooh, cool. <laughs> uh, not what I'm looking for though. Um, I yeah go ahead Galen would you like to do anything now that you've unlocked the door can I roll to perceive the room yes okay um where's my thingy 17 plus 3 20 You look around the room, and you notice above the doorway, there is something written in Thieves' Cant. Okay. Would you like to try to climb up so you can read it? You're gonna make me climb? Yeah, sure. All right, (laughs) I'll just let you get that one. You stand on top of the bed and do some like bouncing up and down, (gasps) try to see what's written up there. It's not very glamorous, but it works. Uh, above it is written push when you should pull okay um so in typical Galen fashion can I just body slam into the door Absolutely. Let's have you roll a uh, strength check. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) Mood. 14 plus zero. 14. The door breaks down. (laughs) And you find yourself tumbling into the hallway. (laughs) Okay. Um... Um... Once you reach the hallway, everything is dark, and from what you can tell, Leon's door is still closed the way it was when she entered it. Um, Across the hall from you, Ari and Gris's door is closed, but you can see a light on behind it. Okay. Um, Can I knock on Ari's door? You're gonna knock on Ari's door? You heard Leon scream, presumably. Fair. Are you just gonna, I mean, like, you can just ignore it, you know, but just I mean, just remember, Ari doesn't know what's happening. No one knows yeah. what you heard. Well, given my track record, I feel like I need help. So yes, I'm gonna <laughs> knock on Ari's door. That's a good idea, that's a good idea. 
<laughs> Ari, Gris, there is a knock at the door. At the door. Um, at the sound of Gris, the knock. Gris, you wake up? Yeah, at the sound of the knock, Gris immediately, like, used to the forest environment and used to subtle forest sounds is, like, jolted awake <laughs> and, like, makes eye contact across the room with Ariadne. It's just, what was that? <laughs> cool. And I, I just make a, like a, like a, please be quiet. Um, I go up to the door. Um, I presume I can't really hear anything through it, and I just ask, like, who is it? It's uh, it's it's me, your uh, your old pal Galen. Uh, how did you get out? Uh, don't don't worry about it. Uh, no, I'm just gonna. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Uh, don't I'm worry gonna... about it. We're also locked. You want to give me a this... hand? I'm getting there. I'm getting there now. Uh, so I'm gonna try and pick the lock, but uh, this isn't like a normal door. So yeah, I gathered. Okay, great. Uh, so I'm gonna try and pick the lock, but I need you to like come barreling through the door as soon as I say it's okay. Can you do that? All right. What's wrong with the door? Uh, it was locked. You were sleeping. Um, just do what he says. <laughs> okay. Galen, would you like to roll a sleight of hand to unlock the door? Yes. All right. <laughs> um. I go up as 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 I presumably he's getting ready. I go up and I um uh grab Gris's satchel and like throw it her way. Grab mine and just like go like I'm like ready to go. Gris grabs her satchel, very confused. But we you just got it. here. I'm tired. <laughs> it's time to go. Okay. Uh, four plus four, eight. Math. You can't get the door to unlock this time. Sweet Christ. Fuck. <laughs> You're a really great thief, you know that? Hey, I got out, so... Well, you can't, how just open, then? You, can't just, oh, you can't just open it? I'm I'm still a little lost over here. You're welcome to try, but we couldn't. Gris, not believing these two dinguses, walks over, tries to open the door, and it's closed. Ah, there's the window, by the way. Well, the window was open when we got here. It smells like forest. It slammed shut. Any other plans, Galen? I say like through the door. Can I try again? <laughs> yeah, you can try again. <laughs> okay, you can try I'm gonna again, do that. But if you don't, I will I will kick this down, and if you don't move, I'm taking you with it. We should just All kick right. it down anyways. <laughs> What'd you say? Sorry, I didn't hear you, though. Oh, we should just kick it down anyways. But he's on the other side. Just right, get out of the way, Caitlin! What did you do? Okay. 21. You yes. Yes. Okay, wait. Y'all can y'all can so hear the door arguing about kicking it down. You you can hear the door kind of click unlocked, but when you go to push it open, it's still stuck. All right. So this this is where I need you to like use your use your 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 high yaws and your high kicks or whatever, and just <laughs> kick that shit down. Okay. This is like in the background prepping her like three foot tall frame, 60 pounds of nothing, and like gearing up ready to go. Get out of the I, way, I Ari. Turn, no. 
<laughs> seeing this, I go, Chris, Chris, thank you. I think you should keep watch to make No, no, no. Get out of the way, Ari. Chris, let's, my time to die. Chris, die let's get a, a strength check. Okay. <laughs> I would die for Chris. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm just like... Forgot I have a negative one modifier. Six. <laughs> you throw your body against the door and bounce back into Ariadne, sending you both kind of stumbling backwards. <laughs> it's all right. It, it, <laughs> is, it, is it is magical after all. It, it's not on you. Um, She's the size of like a nine-year-old. Like <laughs> would you like to help me? She's a little embarrassed at this point. Oh. I'm like, nope. All right. Can I, I, I give her, I, I hand out like my uh, backpack to her to be like, could you please hold this for me? And Gr Gris takes it acceptingly. Like, yes, this is your job. Um, I now rear up to like go back to take like a running start. Um, a strength, I presume. Yes. Four plus one, five. You also <laughs> bounce back against the door. Leon's gonna fucking die. Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah? Uh, so since it said push when you should pull on the inside, does that mean I can just open the door from the outside? Maybe you should try. Can I just open the door? The door opens. I'm gonna do that. Oh my god. <laughs> So, uh, about that me not being a great thief, huh? Uh, I uh, unlocked the door, I dispelled the magic. What's, I don't uh, think you did, considering you didn't check to open it. Uh, Grizz walks through the door and, like, comes up to Gala and says, Are you holding a chip? That's so rude. <laughs> I got you. Oh, I, I just hold up. I, I hold up a hand and I go. I don't have time for this. Leon's still stuck. Let's get her and go. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, over here, and I lead them to the other door. Well, go ahead, master thief. You approach right. the door and you notice that it is not actually closed as you thought it was. It's slightly open. Maybe an, a half an inch ajar. Alright, so like, I kind of like signaled everyone like get down except for Gris, because <laughs> she's already small. Oh. So Ariadne just like like crouched down and just like stop, hold on. And I I want to peek inside uh, to see if I can see okay. anything in this half-inch gap. Let's <laughs> get a perception check. All right. Uh, 14 plus 317. The room is empty. The air smells slightly of lavender. And uh, whatever perfume Leon wears. Leon, what kind of perfume do you wear? Uh, she's a big fan of like sweet scents. So she has always worn a mix of like vanilla 
and a little bit of lilac, just a touch of lilac and a little bit of blackberry. All right, it smells like blackberries, lilac, and vanilla with an undertone of lavender. Hmm. But so, the room is empty. <laughs> so I I turn back to look at the two and I just like shrug. <laughs> I'm like, uh, she's not in there. So you haven't told us yet, right, that she screamed. We just know she's not there. Right. What do you mean she's not in there? Well, I, uh, I, uh, I think she might be in trouble. <laughs> trouble? What do you mean Why? trouble? I may or may not have heard her scream earlier. You heard her scream? Led with that. You held her door shut. It, 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 it. I mean, it could have been anyone, but. Uh, it sounded very, uh, it was a noble scream. <laughs> We're in a house of nobles! Yeah, but uh, they're all drunk, and they're downstairs. I, I kind of push Galen aside, and, um, uh, can I uh, peek through and just, oh, like, open the door? Go for it. To go, to just to go inside. Uh, hold on. Still perception, I'm guessing. Yes. 19 plus four, 23. The room is empty. It is dark. It smells okay. like vanilla and blackberries nice. and uh, whatever the other one was. And uh, a little bit of an undertone of lavender. There is a small indentation on the bed, but the sheets are still pulled tight. There's okay. really no sign of a struggle, but the longer you stand in the room, the more overpowering the scent of lavender becomes. Gotcha. Um, is there anything I would know of that is is uh? You would have to of... have an expertise in herbalism to know. Uh, I have the herbalism kit. I have proficient. Oh, expertise. Never mind. I misheard you. Um. Maybe you or know I see someone who's made it very clear that they have an expertise in herbalism. Yo, can I check out to see if I see anything odd, smell anything odd, maybe get a whiff of anything odd about that lavender? <laughs> Go for it. Uh, perception check? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, please don't. looking for wisdom last episode yeah <laughs> so it is 13 right with your background that's sufficient it smells like lavender in the room that's like everyone else kind of took around you looked around because they were paying attention to other things you walked in and were immediately distracted by the overpowering sense of, of lavender you can't even pick up leon's perfume at this point and the lavender actually has a strange undertone that sort of reminds you of of whatever was on the page that you touched and put in your mouth. Sort of an undertone of iron and copper that someone who's not really overly familiar with herbs, like spends way too much time around herbs, probably wouldn't pick it up. Ari, you got a little bit of the iron smell, but you couldn't yeah. quite tell if, if it was the scent of the weapons your friends were carrying or what. Gris, cool. for you, this undertone is incredibly strong. Okay. 
So at this point, Gris is deep within this room, I'm sure has pushed past Ariadne, as Gris is prone to do. Um, kind of smelling the air, kind of, you know, looking looking like a strange small halfling, sniffing the room, looking around. Um, do you guys smell that? It's very, so strong. It's lavender, but there's something inhales deeply. Like blood? Iron? Copper? And kind of looks to Ariadne. You smell that, right? Surely. A tiny bit the lavender more than anything, but... It's, def it's definitely iron, definitely copper. I mean, that's... As, as she's trying to figure it out, um, can I look around for Leon's stuff? Yes. Alright. Uh, I think you can- that- we'll- we'll count that in on your last perception check, which was a 23, right? Yeah. God damn. Alright, so, you sort of take a look around the room. There is a pair of fine shoes lined up neatly along the edge of the bed. There is a small purse- full- small but very heavy purse, presumably full of gold, on the bedside table. And, uh, there's also a small gold hand mirror next to it. Okay. That's all that's there, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I turn and say, um, to Gris, um, well, she didn't leave of her own accord. Her shoes are here and her coin bag. Yeah, very unlikely owned, leaving without her coin. And then Gris starts kind of digging into her bag. Um... <laughs> at this point pulling out a dagger and then I think she would go to prick her own finger to kind of get that smell to see if that's what she's smelling like the scent of blood does she perceive that this is the same smell that like iron copper mixture oh it's absolutely blood okay okay yeah so she, she just like is like kind of like cutting her own finger like, just in weird gris mode yeah I live what are you doing yeah. while the uh, the nerds are nerding? I I guess I'm just standing outside the door. Um, but can, I want to walk in and see if I can perceive any other thieves' can't or hidden levers or traps, anything like that. All right, roll for it. Okay. Uh, thirteen. No. There's there's nothing written in in this room. Okay. You do notice a sack of gold coins sitting on the nightstand next to a gold hand mirror. Can we yeah, take like a... kind of like <laughs> puts, like starts like nibbling on his finger and he's like uh he's like having a moral crisis right now which is yeah. unheard of for a rogue uh, but... as, as, as Gris has been doing her finger thing and as Galen has kind of walked in I have been going around and grabbing the stuff of hers that I do see and just like calling out I don't think we should stay here very long and I get to next to him and I'm just I look at the coin bag and I'm just looking at Galen like what Nothing, you just looked conflicted. We're not going to talk about that. We should figure out how to find our lady in red or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so um, we're all out of our prisons. Uh, 
do we go back downstairs? Do we... I don't know that being around the people who presumably locked us up is a good idea. Can I, I guess? I, I'm... What is your passive perception? Who? Who's? All of you, with the exception of Leon. 13. Obviously. <laughs> 14. 12, you said, Doe? 14. Oh, sorry. Okay, so all of you, while you're standing around having this conversation, hear what sounds to be bait screaming from somewhere below you. Did you say bait? Faint. Faint <laughs> screaming. Faint, okay. Ah, uh, yes, bait. <laughs> Galen's like, it's a trap. <laughs> uh, y'all, did, did you guys hear that? Uh, yes. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, you wanna, we should maybe, you know, go look for that. But downstairs, isn't the party downstairs? There's Par likely another way to get there. Um, because we were brought up a stairway, right? Yes. Can we, at least I, try and sneak down and well, towards before we, the- Before we go, yeah. did we check everything? Like, could we check under the bed? Is there a wardrobe or something <clears throat> we could check behind? Like, you've seen everything there is to see in, the, in this room. Okay, okay. Continue, sorry. Um, Ari, you want to sneak downstairs? Does anyone else want to sneak downstairs with Ari? I think yes. we should all follow. I think we should all go with Ari. Yeah, so just very gingerly, hand on hilt, and tiptoeing down the stairs. You make it down the stairs completely unnoticed. And as you reach the bottom, you realize it's because all of the lights have been put out. There are no candles glowing. You walk into the dining room where you had your food, and the food still sits there. Um largely untouched you know your feet are dragging with the mysterious exhaustion of before with the exception of being of, of ari um and you're you're sort of following the sound of these screams which keep stopping and starting again almost as if someone is being like how have you not noticed already that i am screaming for help yeah. um there are these half-eaten trays of food and half-drunk tankards of wine that have just been sort of abandoned on these tables and it sort of gives us off this feeling of like ghostliness. Um, can we do a I, magic I, I glanced. <laughs> oh, this is this is strange. Like, can I roll to see if there's yeah. magic? Or... Do a magic check. Right, while uh, this is happening, Galen glances over at Ari and is just like, don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is magic? Sorry. Arcana. Magic is gonna be Arcana. So sixteen. Um, I are 16. there still candles around, even if they're unlit? There are. Hang on. Um. So we're gonna go quickly to the magic check. Doe, uh, you can sense magic, but it's not in this room. It seems to be resonating from down a long, dark hallway that seems very familiar. Hmm. hmm. Which also seems to be where the screams were coming from. Though they have now gone completely quiet. Yikes. So silence isn't good, guys. Um, yeah. But this hallway, I'm getting a really strong sense of magic from it. And I feel like that's where the screams were coming from. All right, let's go. 
and I, I, I grab yeah. I grab Gritz and I just like launch her forward. I'm like, come on, we got a friend to save. Can I bring Jack Rabbit's hand and again just pull him back? Just like if he would hold on a goddamn second, do you think we shouldn't do this in the dark? Y'all have dark vision. I look Ooh. around and I'm like, do you see any lit <laughs> candles or anything? Not any less dark than the forest, truthfully. Yeah. All this time, I'm just holding Gris by her wrist. Like, <laughs> do you do you see any darkness? <laughs> it's all there. It's all around us. Just like, like flinging Gris around, <laughs> like, completely, completely forgetting that he's holding Gris. It's like, do you not see? You mind? Please put Gris down. Oh, sorry. And I just drop Gris. So Gris, Gris, after being a little out of breath, a little <laughs> rattled. I'm like, sorry, Annie. What do you think we should do? I'm good. At this point, I'm trusting you. This one didn't even tell us she screamed. Like, fine. I, I suppose we have no choice but to continue forward. But cautiously. I would please. urge you all to be as quiet as possible. <laughs> as a mouse. Um, and I, uh, push, I, I, uh, take and I, like, uh, guide Gris behind me, and then I push Galen in front of me. <laughs> Galen's like, all right. He, like, nods in agreement and puts his cowl up over his face. So you all begin traveling down this hallway. As you start to approach that door that you saw earlier, you can hear muffled voices, but you would definitely have to stop and maybe press your ear mm -hmm. against the door to hear hear what they're saying. Okay. Do so. Um, yeah. Gris at this point starts to hear that, still very aware of the magic. Maybe has a, like a little bit of hair standing up on her neck, a little bit like. This isn't right, y'all. I ain't fucking with this. Chris, hear that, right? Ari? Very yeah. faintly. And she kind of shh and like slowly, you know, on a very nimble, very tiny feet, approaches the door to listen. Does she yeah. perceive anything? Let's get a perception check. Alright. <clears throat> Does anyone else want to listen as well? I do. Yes. Uh, can you all roll so I don't have to repeat this too many times? Yeah. yeah. Thir Thirteen. Uh, seventeen plus four, twenty-one. Eleven. All right. So, Galen, like you catch about work. half of this. <laughs> Doe, you get about seventy-five percent. Ara, you hear all of this. All right. Okay. So you all are kind of standing with, with your ears pressed against the door and you can hear what is distinctly Gabriel's voice. Arguing with the girl you remember from earlier. You think maybe it was mm -hmm. his sister. And you can hear something about a dagger and okay. missing a key part of the sacrifice. Um, at which point you hear distinctly Gabriel's voice go, perhaps one of the other guests took it. Um, Galen kind of I... like turns around to the others and is like wide-eyed and <laughs> puts his finger like above his mouth like shh. 
Gris immediately like stares back at Galen like what did you do? You can Um, also hear Ari you specifically can hear something else. It's an incredibly familiar voice but it does sound like maybe the person who owns that voice has been gagged. Ah. So they're not really saying any words. It's like (laughs) can I get some uh some some gagged noises please Leon? I don't even know. (laughs) Man, that's our street. God damn it. That's Um, all I can think of. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, I um, I I I step away from the door. I back it just like a couple of steps. I beckon them over and I say, "Good news. I know where Leon is. Bad news." He's in there with the people doing the dagger that we found, the altar knife, the blood, the, yeah, that, that thing. What do you think they need the dagger for? And you, points to Galen. What did you do? I wouldn't get too angry with him. He kind of might have saved her life. Either way, what did you do? Galen, like, crouches down to Gris's level and is like, I think I'm the reason Leon is still alive. Yeah. And then he he pulls out the the dagger and is like, "You remember this?" <laughs> Chris like, puts it back. This <laughs> like is shocked, but also like, "Well, I guess that's a good thing, dearie." Mm-hmm. But what do we do now? Should we hide? Do we go in guns a blazing? That was Gabriel, right? Yeah. From earlier, Gabriel. Yes, it was, and his sister or whatever. I don't. Know. Um. Well, we have them outnumbered. But I'm small. I'm very, I'm very small. Okay, we have them half outnumbered. <laughs> um, <laughs> do we remember? I don't remember. Were there any windows or anything in this room? It was a windowless room. Windowless room. There was one way in, one way out. One way out. What about um, mm-hmm. a distraction? Presumably, the longer you wait. The worse yeah, it is co- for Leon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we have that many options to be. We gotta go. Honest. We should just go. We, we gotta, gotta go. Y'all, yeah. uh, uh, Gris, do you have like any forest magic that can help? Um. Maybe. You want another fire? Some more berries? <laughs> wait. Wait. Do you... I, I I say wait, Galen. Um. Can you fog wall? Through doors. No, he cannot. I'm gonna have to answer that one from a mechanics DM perspective. But there's a crack under the door. Is there a crack underneath the door? It's not sufficient. Wait, there is because we can see light through it. It's not sufficient. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. No. (laughs) Then I think we're officially out of options. Who wants to knock? What if we're just looking for well wait wait just a second. Uh nice. can I like try and wiggle the doorknob to see if it's locked or not? Go for it. Without raising suspicion. Yeah. Uh the okay. door is unlocked. Okay. Uh I crack it open about half an inch. Roll a Quietly. stealth. Roll a stealth check. 
Alright. 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 This is where yeah, I'm good. Yeah. 18 plus 422. <clears throat> you just kind of crack open the door. Would you like to take a look inside? Yes. I want to see like which way Gabriel and his sister slash fiance slash whatever is facing. Y'all see this? I this is a poorly drawn room. This is the door. Here is the door. The altar is here. This is the room. Sort of, more or less. I did this bad. Whatever. I'm gonna have to clear this for combat. But you look into the room. It's got a door on in uh, on one side, an altar on the other, and then the other two walls are completely empty. In the middle of said room, we have there are three people surrounding in like big hooded cloaks surrounding a uh, a figure on the floor that is sort of hunched over hands tied behind her back uh and looking up tw in the direction of the door probably the only person who notices you uh with just absolute fucking fury in her eyes mm. oh, he's what do you see? Uh, I see uh, Leon, and she's pissed. <laughs> I, uh, she's been kept. Yes, she, obviously she's pissed. What well, else do you? I see three. Right, it was three. Three. I see three. Uh, cloaked people that kind of looked like the clerics but okay. not more evil uh, they're, wearing, <laughs> they're wearing black hoods and cloaks and whatnot uh, and they're all just kind of creepily standing over Leon who is on the floor bound and gagged she's finally quiet for once oh my god um I I like I just go to uh, Galen and, and whisper, just like, do any of them have their backs to us? What do you think? Sneak attack? They are all facing towards the door. It's no small miracle that they haven't noticed that the door is slightly yeah. ajar. Okay, so now that the door is, like, cracked open, now can I smoke <laughs> out the room? <laughs> I guess. Oh, no. Okay. Should we talk about this first? <laughs> can we regroup? Can yeah. we huddle? <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Before we do this, and I'm like, I kind of like gesture everyone like back away from the door just in case. Um. So the door is open. Leon has now watched Galen poke his head in and leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is oh what Leon has seen. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just, just imagine. <laughs> imagine now. Okay. Okay. So I I can smoke out that room. But I I'm gonna need help. Cause there's three of them in there and two of us are the appropriate height. Uh What's but, that supposed to mean? Don't 
don't worry about it. Uh, so we need to figure out who takes who. So you said three hooded figures. Yes. And they're Gabriel, facing the door. Gabriel, his sister, what's, who's the third? Do we know the third? I, I don't think no. we know the third. The three of you didn't bother to introduce yourself to people the way that Leon did. No. Fair. <laughs> Touché. Um, uh, so what I can do is I can fog up the room and I can rush the door and grab the one in the middle Leaving the other two there. Yeah. Oh, I can God. get two of them. Who knows how well that that will go? But I I'll can. get I'll get Leon. <laughs> Leon. At this point, uh, one of them has now kind of knelt down and pulled you up by your hair and goes, "Fuck it! If we don't have the dagger, we can do without it anyways. Golden blood for golden causes. Am I right?" And Adriana seems to sort of shrug and nod, and Gabriel seems frustrated by this proposition, but hasn't said anything to indicate otherwise. Can I ask you a question, Jenny? Yes. How, what, is, what is the binding on Leon's hands? Uh, rope. How tight is it? Very tight. It's not something that Mage Hand would be able to like undo? No. However, you okay. could use something like message. Oh my or god. Or another cantrip if you wanted to. Shit. Okay. Now that they're within 120 feet of you. Oh my god. Can I cast message then? Why do I have no brain cells? <laughs> I'm sitting here like, May Chan's gonna get me out of this one. <sighs> okay. Leon has seen Galen, so she knows Galen is there. So Galen is the only person that she can send a message to. Because she doesn't necessarily know that Ariadne and Gris are there. So Leona's gonna cast message. Okay. Okay. So Galen hears a voice inside of his head and it's Leon's and she's like, are you coming to get me? What the fuck took you guys so long? <laughs> I'm about to die here. <laughs> Galen looks like wide-eyed at uh, Ariadne and Gris and he, he goes, he says out loud, it's like, all right, she's talking to me. She's very angry. We got to go like now. Uh, she's right. like in my head somehow. Uh, <laughs> she's been doing this all night. It's really weird, but we need to go like now. In your head? She's okay? It, it's it fine. We'll, we'll talk about it. Head. Like now, Galen? Galen, yes. they have my hair, Galen? Galen! I get two. Gris, untie her. Plans? Okay. Good. I, should you get two? Should I get one? Should I get one Let, and then untie her? Just, untie Fiona's her. like screaming at okay, Galen okay, at wait, this point. Let's I, fucking okay. go! Alright, I'm gonna untie her. You get two, you get one, let's go. Okay, everyone, right. before you burst into the, rule, the room, guns blazing, I need everybody to roll initiative. Yeah, that me too. Uh, yes, but you're currently no. incapable yes. of attacking. Yeah. Okay. Eight. Okay. Initiative is... Okay. That's a d20, it right? It was also mm -hmm. an eight. F. So we got an eight, an eight. Thirteen. I got a nat 20. Yo! Oh, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, so y'all are gonna burst through the the doors. I am currently drawing this. We're not gonna make movement a huge part of this battle. 
Um, it'll be a thing in the future. I'm just trying so, to make it so our viewers can see kind of where everyone's at on the battlefield. We're going to do GR mm -hmm. for Gris, GL for Galen, A for Ariadne. And then I need to go back to this purple shade real fast. Four, we've got Gabriel here, Alexandre here, and Adriana here. Okay, all right, so... The order of operations for our battles here, from here on out, you might want to write this down. We're going to start with Gris, then we have Gabriel, then we have Alexandre, oh. then we have Galen, then we have uh, Ari, then we have Leon, and then last we have Adriana. So as okay. you storm through the door, Gabriel looks up, his cloak hood kind of falling back, and he grins. But this grin has none of the warmth of his grins from earlier during the day, and is just full-on malicious. And he says, Oh, I'm so glad you've made it. I believe you have something of ours. And he makes direct eye contact with Galen. Uh, Galen, what is your armor class? Thirteen. 13. All right, let, here we go. <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> I don't like any of I should not have rolled a net 20. Gris should not go first. <laughs> okay, so I just... Uh, Gris, you gotta go first. Uh, <laughs> so I'm guessing since I'm going uh, first, I can uh, untie Leon since Leon is still being held by the hair. Um, Especially with your movement speed, I wouldn't do it. They're about 15 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. 15 feet, you say. Yes, ma'am. Hold on, I'm processing. So, I think at this point, Gris would probably need to cast Entangle because she can't move fast enough. And Entangle has a 90 foot range. Alright. Are you casting it on someone? Um, I think at this point, she doesn't really know much enough about Alex Alexandre, um, so she's probably casting it on Gabriel. So she will cast Entangle. I have to look at this. Uh, Entangle, is that an actual attack or? Um, Sorry, I should have pulled yes. this up earlier. Yes. All right, uh, what did you roll? For, I rolled a, a 20 for, you want me to roll again? You have to roll, uh, well, actually, yeah, you have to do, it's a hit, okay. So Entangle, you use your hit DC, you have a 12 for strength, that misses. Damn. Uh, so now it is Gabriel's turn. Gabriel uh, pulls out a rapier from behind him and lunges in the direction of Galen. Galen, Galen what is your armor class? 13, but first he sighs out loud and goes, all fucking right. <laughs> so Galen, I rolled 23, so that hits, and I have to roll for damage here. All right, uh, you take, holy shit, all right, you take, Four damage. 
Off to a good start. Okay. I <laughs> love this for me. He, uh... Galen, however, fails to... Not Galen. Gabriel fails to move backwards, so he is now almost precisely next to you, Galen. He's about five oh. feet away. Okay. And he's he's eyeing you like he wants to get that dagger back. Next up is Alexandre. Alexandre uh, is at this point holding Leon by the hair, and he drops her. Um, and she sort of crumples back down to the floor. And he uh, points at Ariadne and uh, sort of pulls out a uh, a long sword and swings it at them. Okay. What is your I armor say class? Real quick, Leon casts message again. Galen says one. It's good. It's great. That's it. <laughs> Galen Galen replies just like I don't need this right now. I literally just got cut with a sword. Please stop. We're working on it. Ari, what is what is your armor class? Fifteen. Uh he pulls out a long sword and swings at you, but misses. And sort of stumbles backwards to his, his previous position next to Leon. What, sorry, what was that last bit? He stumbles backwards to, like, sort of right by his previous position next to Leon. Okay. Uh, I believe next is... Is it Galen or Ari? Yeah, Galen. Oh, it's Galen. That's Galen. Yeah, Galen next. Okay. Uh, so because I have this second dagger, uh, would I... Hmm. Hold on. I need to think of a plan of action here. He's way too close for comfort. Uh, Remember that you could move up to 30 feet. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm looking at my equipment. Oh, I have a vial of acid. <laughs> uh, I think I want to tip my dagger, not the fancy one, with that acid and take a swing at him. You are a rogue, right? Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, you can do that. You can interact with an object, then take an action. So yes, uh, you are able to do that, and then you want to hit him with it? Yes. All right, so let's get you to roll a d20 for that, for the hit. Hit DC. Uh, eleven. You miss and sort of stumble past him. Shit. <laughs> Just gently hears. Nice. <laughs> I look back at Leon and just glare. <laughs> She's glaring. <laughs> it's all she can do. <laughs> That's true. Mm -hmm. All right. Next yeah. is Gris. Is me again? Uh, no. No, it's. it's I'm sorry. Ari. It's it's Ari. That's yeah. my B. I wasn't really okay. keeping track um, of whose name is whose. 
Uh, all right. Let me see. Um, who? How far away are the closest to? The closest to you is Alexandre. Okay. Um, then I run up to him. Yes. Uh, and t- and uh, uh, like draw running draw and swing my short sword and then as an attack. Can we get a, a hit DC yeah. roll for that? Yeah, give me a second. Eleven. You miss. Cool. Uh, immediately, so I, 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 I miss, I'm a little off balance, I get back, and as my bonus action, I uh, kick him with an arm strike. Uh, can you roll a hit DC yeah, for that? Yeah, on it. 12 plus 5, 17. That hits! Can we get a damage roll, please? Heck yeah. Yadney hears in her head. 7. You're doing 4 plus so 3. Well. You're doing so well. You did 7 damage? Yeah. Alright. 4 plus 3. Let's go. All right. Let's go. There we go. That's good. Finally. We actually made okay, a fucking finally. impact. Now, uh, Leon, you are currently restrained. You all have exhaustion, by the way. It should be automatically factoring into your D and D Beyond rules, but just be aware of that, which is part of why you're doing so poorly. Leon, uh, what would you like to do here? Um. Can I like wiggle? <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. You wiggle, do you want to try to like wiggle free? Yeah. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. I mean, wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. Even yes. just away from Alexandre. Okay, so I want to try and like I want to try and like untie something. Okay, so if I'm, uh, presumably my arms are bound. Are my legs bound? Your arms and feet are bound. You could worm okay. your way forward if you wanted to. Okay. This is turn-based, so you could feasibly. Well, you can't move. You yeah. have zero so can movement. I try to untie myself? Can I like athletics try to untie myself, or is that like not That's in the cards for a sorceress? An acrobatics roll. <laughs> And okay. you're going to have to roll incredibly high, but you can try. In order to untie myself? In order yeah. to loosen your bonds, not necessarily untie yourself. So that is acrobatics, you said? Yes. All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm do it. That's a nine. Nope. You just sort of flop around on the ground. <laughs> that was Galen kind of um, snickers to himself because all he can think about is that fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I want to remind you that Galen and Ari both have bonus actions. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Gris can has have a bonus action that allows her to interact with an object. Um, you also have full range of movement right now, though you uh, exhaustion might impact that. You, I can't check right now. Um, so you could hypothetically, let's say you are good at sleight of hand or acrobatics, move to untie a friend in your party and roll for that as a bonus action. 
Just yeah. a thought. Um, okay. Just a thought. I won't normally help you like this through combat. It's just, it's your first time. I don't want you to get literally murdered. I have known to Please accidentally kill two or three players in the first combat, so. Um, all right, it is now Gris's turn. Okay, so I'm sorry, I'm looking at your diagram again, Jenny. It looks like Gabriel is now kind of close to me because I haven't moved. Yes, he's about five feet away. Alrighty. Um, I think at this point, I'm going to see if I can hit him with one of my darts. Go for it. Alright. It looks like that's a d4. Or that's First, you're going to want to roll the hit, DC. Fourteen. It lands. Let's get some damage done, Gris. Hell yeah. All right, let me roll my damage. That is a six. Holy shit, that is so... Gris hears in her head. Gris, you're doing so well. Oh my god. Oh my god. Thank you for coming to get me. (laughs) I think at this point she just turns in like beams over at Leon. <laughs> Leon's like bleeding from her face, like flopping around on the she ground. Like smile. So She's gagged. <laughs> oh lord. Um, I also would like to cast a bonus action. I'd like to cast Chalet on my uh, quarterstaff. Alright, go for it. Let's see. Chalet is... Is that a cantrip? Uh, yeah, it's a cantrip. Okay, sweet. That That's so, fine. You don't have to I roll will... for that. Oh, okay. You're good. Then, uh, then I just have that. I don't think I can use it yet, so. No. Um, I also haven't moved. So can I go ahead and move, even though I haven't yet? Or do I have to... You can move. Okay, I think I am going to move um, to get a little bit closer to Leon at this point. All right, so Gris is going to move. Uh, your movement uh, speed is, what, 25? 20? 25, yeah, 25. All right, so Leon is about 15 feet away from you. Do you want to get right next to her? Yes. All right, just be aware, about five feet from you is Alexandre. Yep. Sure enough. (laughs) All right, so Leon- Gris is like lit. (laughs) Gris is now standing directly next to you. Um, Next up is Gabriel. All right, Gabriel is going to, who is he next to? He is next to Galen, but he is going to move, oh, that's like, what, 20 feet? He is going to move across to Ariadne here, and he is going to swing his long sword. Wait, no, what does he have? He has a rapier. He's gonna swing his, his rapier at, uh, at Ariadne. Ari, what is your... Armor class again? 15. It lands. So he sort of swings it at you. Let's get this. And you take... What? How is... That's bad math. Okay, you take four damage. D&D Beyond just did something weird. So you take take four damage. All right. Does it Jenny, can we get an update on our opponent's damage really quickly? Yes. So right now, Gabriel's sitting at 3 HP total. Alexandre at 5. Adriana uh, didn't take a turn last round because she was charging. So she's at 11. 
Uh, that's stressful. Okay. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh. Bad news. Bad sounds bad, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she was charging. Jenny just leaves that in. No big. Yeah, she was charging. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Alexandre's turn now, isn't it? It is Alexandre's turn. <sighs> Alexandre is what? Next to Gris. So he is going to attempt to unarmed strike Gris. Uh, she's a little too close for his longsword, so he's going to lunge forward and just try to smack her. Really hard. Gris, what's your armor class? 13. He misses and sort of throws himself on off balance. Bless. Galen like shouts. Alexandre hears a voice in his head. Okay, <laughs> Alexandre hears a voice in his head. Get fucked. Alexandre <laughs> uses his says. bonus action yeah. to look over and spit on Leon. Wait, can, can, you re- can I react or no? Uh, I think so. Uh, do you have a do you have a quick action reaction? Um, do, 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 I, that I might be a rogue and monk thing. Yeah, probably not. Never mind. I do not yeah, react. No. You cannot I react. I do not. Uh, next up is Galen. All right. Uh, who's closest to me? Is it Gabriel? Galen, Gabriel has now moved towards Ari, so you're actually pretty far from just about everyone here. Okay. Um, let's see. I think I'm going to go. Well, yeah. So I'm pissed at Gabriel still, so I'm just mm. going to take all my rage out on him. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna um, charge at him with my sword, short sword and then use a bonus action and swing at him with my dagger. So let's first get the short sword attack. Okay. D20. So, uh, just sidebar. Does Galen just have a belt full of fucking weapons? <laughs> like, is that just the situation at hand here? First of all, they are like... strapped across his back. Second of all, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you need, there's a lot of tools of the trade going on right here. <laughs> um, you wanted a, a I need roll a D20. for the short sword, right? Yeah, yeah. D twenty. Okay. Um, let me write that down. Fifteen plus four, nineteen. All right, so it lands. Let's get a damage roll for the short sword. Let's go. Uh, one D six. Nine plus two, ten. Oh my god. Holy, okay, so he's dead. You killed him. You don't even need your bonus action. Gabriel! But I want to use it. I want to use it. I want to jab that dagger in between his eyes and pin him against the wall. So he's already, when you hit him with the short sword, he crumples backwards and just kind of spasms profusely bleeding across the floor. This is very obvious that this is a dead man. Would you like to maybe use your dagger for a different bonus action? You could, I don't know, you're about five feet from Leon, who's tied with ropes that look incredibly cuttable. Mm. (laughs) Ryan. No. Oh my god. 
Galen's got a vendetta at this point, so he takes the poison <sighs> or the acid tip dagger and stabs it into Gabriel and then looks into his face and says, Golden blood for golden causes. He's <laughs> dead! He can't even hear you. I don't care. Everyone else can see it. That's scary as shit. <laughs> okay, so Galen desecrates Galen a Galen hears a voice in his head, okay? You fucking kidding me. <laughs> I reply back, I'll Sit. get you in a second. <laughs> Alright. Next All right. is uh Ari. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it no, it's me. Um Okay, so last I did I dodged Gabriel's sword, right? Um so where am I at? Where who's closest to me? Uh Gabriel's dead, so that would be Alexandre. Cool. Um, so I and Alexandra is also closest to Leon and Gris, right? Yes. Okay. The, and I'm still just right next to him, so I don't have to move. No. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I do a, a little, a little swishy swish with my, like, I turn my sword in my wrist all cool and, and, and badass, like, and I take a goddamn swing. All right, let's uh, do a d20 roll, please. Yep. Nine plus five, 14. That does not land. Mm, okay. Um, again, swinging and a missing, I uh, bring it back up over my head and I use the hilt, the butt of the hilt, to just bonk him on the head. Let's get another d20 roll. 12 plus 5, 17. That lands. Can I get a damage roll, please? Heck yeah. 4 plus 3, 7, baby! Alright, he crumples to the floor, uh, presumably dead. At this point, Adriana, who has been standing beside watching this whole thing happen, lets out an ungodly scream. Uh, going I'm gonna need... Everyone to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay, con. Okay. It's gonna be nine plus two, eleven. Four. Seventeen plus three, twenty. Seventeen plus two, nineteen. Ari and Gris, you take six fire damage. Ooh. Oof, okay. Uh, she casts Sacred Flame, and the entire room bursts into flame for a moment. Um, she then... So that's a cantrip. She then... Uh, wow, okay. <laughs> okay, ma'am. She then turns to the bound Leone and kicks her as hard as she can. Mm-hmm. Yikes for untying me, guys. Uh, Leon, what is your AC? My AC? Uh-huh. 13. Oh, God. You take two damage. Fucking God, I only have eight. <laughs> we Christ. <laughs> it is mm -hmm. now Gris's turn. Okay. 
So at this point, I still have one spell. And you're standing right next to Leon. I am aware. No. You're good. <sighs> but do, uh, do I? Okay. Mm, fuck. Mm, fuck. Okay. I'm going to use my dagger. I'm going to untie my friend. All right. Very powerful. A, a good, good news for you. That is a bonus action of interacting with an object. You could have yes! done this at any time if you read your character sheet correctly without using up any of your turns. Leon is now free. Would you please remove the restrained condition from your character? Odd. Gris, what would I you like to do with the... Uh, yeah, your hands are free. I presume you ungag yourself. Gris, what would you like to do with the remainder of your turn? So I, I only can do a bonus action now since I use that as my actual action? Or no, you, actual you action? use that as your bonus action. What is your primary action? Okay, so how far away is Ariadne from me? Ariadne is uh, right next to you. So I am going to cast Cure Wounds uh, on mm. my, my friend Ariadne. That's good. Ariadne, how many HP did you have before? Did I have before? Like right uh, now? You or? had two. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, how much healing? Do you do full healing with a with that spell? It says that regains a number of hit points equal to one d eight plus my spell casting, so I can roll. Let me yes, roll. please roll for that. Oh my friend, you get eight. So Hell now you are yeah. at ten hit points. Hell Caleb, yeah. what are you at? Why is it? It says that you have two. I just, I mean, I just, I just did the heal, so it might not have updated yet. Okay. Perfect. Sometimes you have to refresh our overlay, guys. Just a heads up. Um. Uh, all right. So that ends your turn. Okay. Uh, Gabriel and Alexandria both have to roll saving throws. They're dead. They're dead. I just failed yeah. two. I just failed two Constitution saving throws. We're oh, gonna shit. call those fuckers dead. All right. Uh, all right. It is. They have to fail two in a row. Isn't it like one and then another one? Yeah, but I'm just calling them dead. They're not. They're not okay. worth the Constitution rolls. Uh, <laughs> now it is Galen's turn. Uh, okay, how far away am I from fucking Super Saiyan Lady? Adriana. <laughs> yeah. She is about ten feet from you. About ten feet. Yep. Okay. Uh. Hmm. Uh, can I pull out my short bow and shoot her with an arrow? You were at disadvantage for that. I'm at disadvantage. Okay. That's a fucking short bow too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um. Send goodbye. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to do that now. Fucking um, weapon store. Right. Right. It's crazy. Uh. What wouldn't, am I, is that, am I just like disadvantaged in general because of exhaustion? So you have disadvantage because of exhaustion, uh, mm -hmm. I, I believe, but that that's already putting that in for you. Um, your disadvantage is because that is a ranged attack and you are at close attack distance. Oh, I'm at close, okay. Um, yeah. I guess I'll just jump forward and give her the same treatment I did Gabriel. That was what your uh, your short sword. Yes. Can you roll, please? D twenty. Can do. Uh, 
12 plus 4. 16. 16. That lands. Let's have you roll the hit dice. 1d6. 6 plus 2, 8. Okay. That, uh... That lands. Galen's got an anchor issue. She did, uh, you did eight damage. Let's move on to Ari. Okay, so, hold on, who's left? Just Adriana? Just Adriana. Cool, and how far away from me is she? She is ten feet from you. Okay, alright, cool. Um, and Leon's already been cut and freed and all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Okay, I just one brain cell, guys. <laughs> um, I da- I uh, I run over to um, it, just Adriana, just uh, really goddamn pissed right now because she ruined my whole last day with that fire spell, um, and I just like uh, lunge with my short sword. Uh, can you roll a d twenty, please? Yeah, working on it. 14 plus 5, 19. That hits. Alright. And 1d6 plus 3 piercing is gonna be 4 plus 3, 7. I've done 7 all day. <sighs> okay, she crumbles to the ground. Cool. Can I make it very much, since I did say lunch for that specific reason, I'm just literally stabbing her in the gut and holding her as she crumbles. I'm just like, there you go. It's what you get. All right, you are now, I, I mean, I guess you can, for the drama, y'all are really into, there are two characters here who appear to live for the drama of revenge murders. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay, so as the smoke of battle clears, of course, there's no literal, well, I mean, there's some smoke, shit did catch on fire. The yeah. bodies of Gabriel, Adriana, and Alexandre are all lying on the floor in pools of their own blood. Um, and you all kind of look at each other. Leon frees Leon her bondage. Leon stands up and brushes her clothing off and just looks at everyone. Here we go. You do realize you could have untied me like a really long time ago. I'm gonna remind you, I do magic. I, I do magic. <laughs> I do magic? I don't know what else to say to you. Other than gonna... why did you leave me bound and gagged on the ground for like 50 minutes? I got You're alive, like, aren't mad. you? Like, good. I got to you as soon uh, as uh, I- At what cost? I, I was the first one through the door. Chris, this isn't towards you, baby. Don't worry, I'm talking to Aelin and Ari. Aelin and Ari, mm, it's you two. I was a little bit preoccupied attacking several people. You could have come to get me. I'm just saying you do flips, you do flips and shit. I'm just saying, and Galen, did you really need to- By the time she was near you, Grissa's already gotten you. Yes. Excuses. Excuses. Thank you for getting me. Um, so maybe we should just like- I could have helped. Get out of here instead of having this argument. I'm feeling like we shouldn't stay around. Leon wants to investigate their bodies first. Investigation check. Mm-hmm. Where is that? There it is. It's a 16 plus 2, 18. 
All right, so Leon, you uh, you sort of approach their bodies with caution, um, hmm. and there's nothing particularly odd about them to begin with, but you do sort of sense this odd feeling in the room, as if there is a general sort of displeasure. It's strangely familiar, really. It it feels like something that that you've you've been feeling more and more but you've definitely not been feeling it when you're awake it's almost like a sensation of of you know when you wake up and you've had a really bad night of sleep mm. and there's that kind of strange mm. pressure on your chest it feels like that but in your mm. head and it's strangely familiar to you even though it definitely should not be okay roll a magic check or is that like the the most I'm gonna get from that? That's the most you're gonna get from that. Okay, okay. Um, when I search their bodies, cause I'm like investigating their bodies, is there anything like on them? They're all dressed that would in be... heavy wool cloaks that are sort of black and, okay. and fastened by silver buckles with those same, you wouldn't know, but, but with three red rubies on it, almost like, like drops of blood. Okay. Um, and so, like, Leon, I, I'm gonna say that Leon went to Gabriel's body first. Mm -hmm. Um, is there, like, if she opens the cloak, is there, like, any pockets with, like, anything in them, like a notebook or anything? Like, want to, like, properly investigate these bodies? There's nothing like inside of the cloak they're wearing the same clothing they were wearing at the party with okay. the exception of of these cloaks uh yeah there's there's nothing particularly odd about them other than the scenario into which you were dragged um well, leon stands um, as, as yeah go ahead i was gonna say leon stands and looks at the team and says okay the, my first question first of all sorry i got a little heated there it's not very much like me okay thank you for saving you sure me about that um, she says they were talking about a dagger Galen did you take the dagger I'm not mad I'm Galen. quite happy about it thank you Ari Galen points to the, the dagger that's embedded in Gabriel's skull it's like yeah, it's the it's, dagger it's, it's right there yes so I'm gonna grab as, the dagger from out of his okay. head then as as Leon was investigating the bodies um, can I go back up to the altar from the first time we were there uh, and is the book still there? Like, is everything we first saw still everything the same? The book has vanished. It's vanished. And it's not on the bodies. Nope. The book is vanished. Um, um, so did you just say the book is vanished out loud? No, uh, I just, okay. I, I notice it myself because I was looking for it. So Leon's grabbed the dagger out of Gabriel's, um, head. She's kind of dangling it like this. She's holding it by the hilt. There's blood dripping off, I presume. Yes. Um, she she's like, okay, so this is this is the dagger that they wanted to yes. murder me with? Okay. Yes. Presumably the the missing key. Ari, what are you looking for? Um Alan's we were here like earlier, right before it's it's why I no, came to get holding you. It. <laughs> you can't yeah. have it. Um <laughs> So I just, I, I just turn to you, uh, I turn to you and I go, um, 
there was this book. We came here earlier. Okay. It's what I was trying to get you for so we could leave. Anyway, it, it's missing, oh. so. Okay. Did you read the book? Anybody read the book? We Does did. anybody know None what the book was about? None of us seem to understand it. Read the book. At this, at this point, okay. Gris is kind of like standing aside, like letting them do their thing. But she's also the most wounded currently in the party. And also like the mm. smallest and the oldest. Gotcha. So she's kind of like, I really think we should go, guys. Because, you know, we all are exhausted. We're feeling that exhaustion. I think we should, I think we should get out of here. I think, I don't think that's a terrible idea. You all also have all relatively like... low health. Yeah. So Leon is like, she she understands that Gris is like, we need to go, but she's also just trying to comprehend what happened, right? Like, what is happening? Why did this just happen to her? Um, so she says, okay, anybody have my shoes? I do. I took them. Um, here's your oh, stuff, and I just goodness. try and like... Mm. Leon takes her purse... And she puts it around her. She puts her shoes on, and uh, she takes the the cloak, like because she's still standing beside Gabriel. She like grabs the bottom of his cloak and like wipes the blood off of the dagger. Okay. Just like, God, puts it in her pack, and uh, and like kicks him. Oh, like we can go. So are you all choosing to leave the house? I would like to, yes. I think, yeah, I think I, we should. I, consider I mean, like, I want to find this book. I want to, but I don't know if it's a good idea. I consider at least we should be sneaking out. So, the house is empty. It is silent now that these bodies have been left. And it sort of dawns on you, especially those of you who have run-ins with the law before, that the city guards are probably going to be stopping by. That was not exactly a quiet altercation that just happened. Yeah. And so you oh, realize okay. that it is probably best to leave as quickly as possible. Cool. Okay. Great. I think we should go. Uh, we should check for a back door. Leon kind of... A back okay. door? Yeah. Leon. So Leon starts to head towards the front door, and then I presume Galen says that. <laughs> Leo, not uh, not a good idea. There's a not. There's probably some kittens. Have, we should just go. Uh, have you heard of this thing called the City Guard? We just heard of them. Don't have problems with them. Not a non-issue. Uh, well, uh, you don't three of us. Curious. Three yeah. of us just committed murder, so maybe not a good idea to walk out the front door. You sort of look down at but yourselves and your formerly very nice clothing is now sort of blood-stained and mm -hmm. ah, maybe it would be best not to be seen exiting the house in, in this sort of way. Okay. Uh, Gris kind of goes so back. So Leon reluctantly says, Kate, lead the way. But before we get out, Gris is like kind of looking at their blood so close, goes through her satchel mm. and remembers mm. that she still has their clothes from earlier. Yeah, same. And says, I think maybe we should change first. And uh, starts to kind of like, idea. what time is it? Everybody, their clothes back. There are no windows in the room in which you currently were. Ah, oh, so got you. Not even like a grand hall. Not much. Not much of a grand hall. 
This is not- sucks, y'all. You weren't you weren't in a grand hall. Presumably, you got to like the dining area. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I think we all so, quickly change out of our. I think we should. Yeah, we'll all take turns changing. Um, Leon insists because she's like, listen, I don't want to see. Didn't Ari's stick their hands into your boobs like two episodes ago? Right. <laughs> totally fine. But Leon's feeling a bit battered right now. Really fuck. She <laughs> so probably she's just like clothes and changes. <sighs> Galen like um, goes into a separate room. <laughs> right. I call after him. Going, I don't um, think we should split. Okay, so all right. we all get changed and then I presume we head to like the back. So you head to the back of the house, and as Galen suggested, there is what appears to be a servant's entrance that leads into an alley. Leon like mumbles under her breath. I didn't even know these were here. <laughs> Galen mumbles under his breath. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, okay, so when we leave the house, as you leave the house. Leave? You enter into an alleyway, and above you, the sun is beginning to rise. Okay. It is dawn. You are all Mm -hmm. fairly exhausted. You don't have particularly high health. You could do with some healing um, and probably something to eat. Maybe even something that you could eat that heals you. I cast all my spells. Okay. (laughs) Is it a spell or a cantrip? There's spells. It's a spell. Yeah. Okay, so then let's find an but, inn. Yeah. Or I can meditate in the forest for like, I don't know, a hot minute, and then maybe I could help you. I We're in the middle of a city. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's find find the inn and I have medicine, so I can try and stabilize you at least. You walk north out of the alley. And you enter into a square into which you have not been yet. This square is beautiful, but notably absent of all building ex- except for one. Um, it is it is a square that sort of um, it's it's ringed by fountains and gardens, and there's all of these beautiful kind of hedges and plants. And um, in front of this building, which sort of just rises from the center of the square, that is pristine and white. Um, in front of it, there is a statue of an elf dressed in the, the robes of a philosopher holding a book. Um, and and okay. the, the fountain sort do of I, Do I recognize this? Oh my god, is it the library? Don't fucking kill me. Is it, is it the library? Roll a perception check. <laughs> okay. Do I recognize the, whoever the figure in the statue is? It, it, what's your intelligence score? Um, just a ten, but I have plus two to history. Local dumb shit has no idea who that guy is. Cool. Perception <laughs> check is nineteen plus two, so twenty-one. Nice. You seem to have kind of wandered into a back alley that leads directly into the Bard's College. This is the library at the College of Freylas. So Leon looks to the group and she's like, it's the library. It's the library that we needed. I did tell you we should have just gone to the library. I mean, 
it's it's the library. Can are we able to take like a short rest in the library? Do they have beds? There are some benches around the big fountain. Okay. Gris is already there. She's <laughs> she's walking ahead of the crew and like sitting her happy ass down, using her satchel as a pillow and just like eyes closed, dead to the world. So can we take a short rest on those benches? Yeah, you rolled you rolled a twenty three, right, for perception. This seems like twenty one, super safe place. Yay! Okay. Yay! I vote that we take a short rest on these benches, and then we just go into the library and get out of here as fast as possible before someone else tries to sacrifice me. What the? What happened? What happened? Leon's yeah. like kind of like. It's finally hitting her what just happened, right? She's like walking over to the benches and she's like, literally, what just occurred? Like, what just ha- what just happened? What happened to me? What I was taken from my bed and then they grabbed my hair. I was kicked. They were like, we're gonna kill her even without the sacrificial knife. Why the why was there even a sacrificial knife involved? This so man was in conversation bit. with Grista. my mom. Gris kind of grunts and says, Deary, just sit down. Just sit down for a minute. Think about oh it. God. Take a rest. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> just Galen finds place. a bench and like kicks up his feet and just goes, You see why I don't like you people? <laughs> you people! I almost got murdered today, Galen Wavefair. By your nobility friends. Do you know how much slander I'm going to be spreading about the whatever they're called? What are they well, called? Both Lanero's of you family. Quiet. <sighs> Ellen takes a deep breath and recomposes herself, and she's like, "This is a library after all." Well, take the ground outside family, the library. To the ground. Grizz at this point. It might be like so a 15 I... foot no smoking rule, 15 foot silence rule. <laughs> <laughs> I think Grizz is like still kind of overwhelmed, still kind of tired. She's laying on her bench trying to take a snooze, but she just kind of mutters really quickly Didn't know that was a soiree. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's take a short rest. So I, I, I said, yeah. do we all just click short rest in D and D Beyond? Then yes, everyone takes, kind of closes their eyes and, and dozes off, and um, Ari opens their eyes first. The sun is high overhead, indicating it's about noon, and there is a man standing over you. Um, he is tall and and very obviously a high elf. He's got high cheekbones. Um. He's about middle-aged, and he's he's got a fine silver wedding band on his finger. Mm-hmm. Um, he has long, elegant dreadlocks that are tied back in a, in a sort of loose bun and, and decorated with, with little pieces of silver um, and sort of dark, ochre sort of colored skin. Um, he has his fingers pressed together in sort of a helpful position, and, and he looks down at you with a, with a soft smile and says... Excuse me. Um, okay, sorry, I thought maybe you were gonna say something else. Just before that, um, for the short rest, does that, uh, reset or not? Uh, reset. You. It, uh, your health? No, but it will reset your spell slots. Okay. Cool. Yeah, just cause it's a checkbox you can do, so I was making sure. Um, so, um... I, I, I've, I've been just meditating in, in, in a little bit of a trance. Um, 
just slumped against the wall. Uh, bad form. But I look up and... <laughs> bad form. Um, I look up and... Sorry, what did he say? He said, excuse me. And he, said, uh, he says I, it in a very gentle, soft-looking voice. So it's, it's sort of like, excuse me. Cool, so I, I, just, I can just notice that. Like, he's, that he's not... Doesn't seem threatening, maybe. Right, he gives off a very non-threatening aura. Cool. Um, so I, I just look up and I say, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes? And he sort of, he sort of shifts awkwardly. He's dressed in the robes of a scholar, and he says, <clears throat> Are you students here? Um, n- no, we're not, but, um, but we are looking for information. We just all needed a quick rest. He smiles sort of helpfully, and he goes, Oh, well... In that case, perhaps I can be of some assistance. Would you like to wake your companions? Um, sure thing. Uh, thank you. M- may I ask your name? I am Vid- oh, sorry. I am okay. Vidithas. Sorry, say that again? Vidithas. Vidithas? Uh, okay. Um, uh, lovely to meet you, Vidissa. I'm Ariadne. Uh, give me a moment. Um, I go to wake them in an awkward way because I, uh, even as non-threatening as he is, I am not going to turn my back to him, so I just, like, shuffle around (laughs) and just, like, shake them. Well, I go and I, like, gently uh, shuffle Gris awake, and then I go and I just, like, shove Galen a little bit until he opens his eyes, and then I'm just, like, Leon, like, just, like, gonna tap, really just, and then just wait. I think Gris, upon awakening, <laughs> is still feeling groggy as shit, uh, but goes ahead and casts Good Berry for herself and companion. So, um, four berries appear. And mm-hmm. Leon didn't get a very good night's rest because she's like, she takes one of the berries. <laughs> um, Leon isn't groggy. She's up right away. Like she literally almost got murdered so she's not like no she's she's, leon's processing some trauma right now right exactly like she was nearly sacrificed doesn't quite understand so like she didn't really sleep very well so she wakes up she grabs the berry she sees the person she looks at ari i'm yeah i'm right next to you and i uh just like very gently just like uh like to pl- place my hand on her shoulders they're like it's all right i think um this is say his name again i'm the worst but okay vadithas so it's v-a-d-i-t-h-a-s ah uh, gotcha vadithas so leon oh. immediately like gets her shoulders back she's like in noble mode she puts her hand out as if she Ooh. usually does right um and she walks towards Vidithas and says hi there my name is lady leon labelle um it's lovely to make your acquaintance what's your name he sort of softly chuckles and um awkwardly takes her hand and sort of almost shakes it like like he's not quite used to the greeting <laughs> that you've offered him and he's right. like my name is Vidithas, lady labelle it is a pleasure to meet you and he sort of turns to the rest of your party and and nods at each one of them very, very gently. And he goes, I am the head librarian here. I was just concerned that perhaps some students had, had fallen asleep by the fountain, but it sounds to me that you seek our knowledge regardless. We do in fact seek your knowledge, yes. Um, 
are we able to come into the library of Freyland? That is why we have visited this wonderful city. Uh, she says the wonderful, like between gritted teeth, mm -hmm. but she's trying to keep, you know, appearances sake and that's kind of what she does, right? She's a noble. So she's like, your wonderful city. That is why we attended here in the first place. Um, are we able to come in and do some investigating? He sort of chuckles with an amusement when, when he, he senses the, the disdain with which you refer to the city. And he nods and he goes, our wisdom is free for those who seek it. Come, follow me. And starts walking in the direction of the library. Notably, he slows down to match pace with your slowest party member, Gris. Oh. And he smiles down at her with just a genuine soft smile and says, my lady, may I ask where you got those foot wraps? Oh, am I still oh. wearing the the ones from? Yes, yeah. you are. Raphael? Yep, from Raphael. So at this point, Gris kind of looks down kind of having forgotten about the foot wraps and back up at Vedetheus and and says, oh, um, Raphael. Because she's completely forgotten the name of the place that they went to, even though she stared at the sign. And, the, you know, she, she said, it's finery. He grins and he oh nods God, and he, he says, he does make some of the loveliest clothing, don't you agree? I'm quite proud of him. And he smiles softly and sort of blushes a little bit and then continues to walk with you all into the library. Gris, um, Gris kind of picks up on this. Wait, wait, hold up. Oh, shit. And like, wait, and I know. Like, hold on, bullying. Wait. So Gris, Gris remembered that when she drank yeah. the mushroom tea, That's he mentioned good. a husband who also drank mushroom tea. So she, like, ear to ear grin, turns to Bedithius and says, would you happen to like mushroom tea? He smiles and he says, why, I have a pot brewing right now in the library if you would like some. And she's like, you're, you're his spouse, his partner. He, he laughs and he's like, ah, yes, well, it's hard not to love Raphael. And then he sort of, he blushes and he's like, but enough about that. And sort of takes your hand and gently leads you into the library. Um, oh. Galen, where are you in position to this party? Uh, I guess I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay, because you haven't said much. You kind of woke up and ate a good berry. And... Yeah. Also, you'll all get one HP for Can that. Can I? Oh, cool. I kind of just went with the flow. I was like, all my friends are leaving, so I guess I'll just follow them. <laughs> nice. I still don't really want to um... be here, but whatever. Can I have uh, kind of... Uh, grab, uh, gently grabbed Leon's elbow and just held her back a little bit as we start walking and just go okay. considering all we've just been through perhaps you shouldn't give your name while we're here Leon is kind of like honestly I think we dealt with the threat also what? my name has weight sorry I know that sounds horrible. My name has weight. And we need to use everything we can in order to get what we need. Fine, I, I, I'm just saying the book is still missing. Uh, Leon LaBelle, wanted murderess. <laughs> has a ring to it, doesn't it? 
my god. But Leon ignores that. Straight up. Straight up. Ignored. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gris and and um, Vedithas are, are too involved in sort of a conversation as to what mushrooms make the best tea. And you all sort of follow them. So I guess you're all walking very slowly behind them um, mm-hmm. into the library, which is mm-hmm. huge. It is probably 20 feet of floor to ceiling books. There are stacks and rows and rows and rows with giant windows overhead that let in all of this natural light, which is probably for the best as climbing the walls are beautiful strands of all kinds of plants, ivy and and all the sorts of crawlers that, that you could imagine. The floor is solid marble, and as you walk in, your steps echo off the walls. You realize that this library is fairly empty. Um, and the smell of mushroom tea fills the room. So Leon sees how large and expansive this library is, and she looks to her party, and she says, doesn't seem like anybody else is here. I think we should each take a different section of the library and just do a little bit of research. I think, Gris, you probably want to get some of that mushroom tea that I smell. Um, I think you should look up some herbalism. You're also, you know a little bit more than I think you've let on about what's going on with this man. Um, Galen and Ari, I think you guys should look up, you know, magic, necromancy, um, anything to do with rituals that could bring people from the dead. Um, I'm going to do the same, but I think we should go in separate directions and just take a look at everything. Vadithas sort of lets you finish your sentence, and then he smiles and he says, You know, I, I am the, the head librarian. If, if there's something specific you're looking for, I'd be happy to help. So I think. Galen, Galen looks at uh, Vadithas and goes, do you have uh, any uh, uh, forbidden books, perhaps? Maybe ones of questionable content or nature? Vaditha sort of blinks and looks at Galen for a few seconds and goes, My dear sir, if, if you are looking for books of an adult nature, I highly suggest your local bookstore. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I was, yes. I was trying, oh I was trying to be coy, sir. Frankly, asking a stranger if they have books about walking dead people doesn't sound as polite as mm-hmm. the so, language I used before. Vaditha sort of laughs a little awkwardly and looks around and he says, "Perhaps you could tell me a bit more as to the nature of of." what it is you're investigating we just we have and he sort of tallies on his fingers for a second and stops to think over 670 volumes on necromancy and i think perhaps there is something more specific you are looking for so leon says um what's the what's the name of the capital that we were in at first that was yes was it alice Aelith. Um, so she looks at Vadithas and she says, we were in Aelith, or Aelith, Aelith? Aelith. Sorry, my brain broke. Um, we were in Aelith, that's my hometown. Um, we were in a bar. We heard about a man that had been in the bottom of the barge, basically. Bottom of a 
deep area of water for three days, very much dead, got brought out of the water, suddenly was very much not dead, was taken to a magic cleric woo religion to have the bodies burned and that's the word i was looking for um and you know then we got there and they said that he walked away and that you guys would have the information that we're looking for can leon cast message to vadithas as well yes so leon casts message just to vadithas and she says i also need to speak to you privately about something Vadita sort of nods and he goes, <clears throat> You seek information about a dead man walking. Correct. He sort of pauses for a few moments and then starts walking forward, summoning the party with, with a hand and uh, indicating that, that you should follow him. Okay. okay. Follow. You follow him down to a stack of books that is incredibly high, and he sort of runs his fingers along the binding as if looking for something specific. He then pulls out a book in Sylvan and passes it to Gris, who he seems to have taken a liking to, and, uh, and says, perhaps this has the information that you seek. And now, I do believe that your idea to split up the party was, was quite a good idea. Why do I not leave you three to decipher this? And Lady LaBelle, I believe there's another book that, that may pique your interest on, on, this, on this topic. Wonderful. She looks at the rest of the team and says, I'm going to investigate that book, bring back the information that I have retrieved from that book. I'm sure that won't take very long. I'm a fast reader. Nobles, studying. Kind of all I did for a long time. Have you Dealing forgot rolls his what eyes. happened the last time we split up? It's fine. Dethus is with us. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, Leon, let's have you have a quick conversation with Vadithus. He, he sort of leads you aside a couple rows over and stops and resumes his sort of helpful stance and says, Now, my lady, there is something you wish to discuss with me. Galen wants to eavesdrop on this. Roll a, uh, this is going to be what? Um, stealth check. Can I roll as well? Uh, if you want to leave Gris alone with the book, sure. Yo, leave me alone with this book. Gris 20 is plus healthy. 4, 24. So you got a yeah, nat no, I, I That's fine. Leon, your passive perception is what? Second, 12. All right, Raphael's is a f- not Raphael, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so hard to keep track. But <laughs> this is, is a 14. So Galen, you sort of sneak around behind them and, and hide behind a bookshelf with an earshot. Um, so she looks at Vadithus and she says, I am here for the dead man walking. That is kind of our primary issue at hand. However, The reason that I met with this group was because I happened to be at a tavern that I did not usually attend. The reason I was at this tavern was because I was meeting a private investigator. Um, His name was Garen Reddleton. Despite claims that he could find anyone, couldn't find who I was looking for. Um, And he said that 
Library of Freylin may have something that I'm looking for. That's that's all that he gave me. I have nothing to work with other than the fact that a, a man who said he could find a person could not find the person, and then he told me, you should go to the Library of Freylin, and now I'm here. So I wanted to know what sort of things you can do to help me. Faditha sort of pauses and very quietly says, my lady, may I ask the nature of the relationship with, with the person whom you seek? Looking for my father. He sort of pauses and he looks at you and he says, your father was an elf? Yes, yes, he was. But I know nothing of him. I don't know his name, what he looks like. He has never been in my life. I don't know who he is. I could give nothing to the private investigator in terms of information. I have nothing for you. So he sort of reaches forward and he um, he gently touches the pendant that Leon wears around her neck and examines it for a moment before looking back up at her or down at her and goes, my lady, may I ask, do you have the gift? Gift being sorcery? The gift being, yes, the ability to use magic. Yes, I do. He nods for a moment and sort of looks at you very hard as if seeking for information and then wags his finger at you again to follow him and, and leads you down um, the path of books and once again runs his finger along the spines and pulls out a large book. It is called okay. The History of the World. It is about okay. Ooh, yeah. 1,200 pages. And he sort of opens it and thumbs through it and he, he presents you with a section titled Historical Elven Lineage. And he says, okay. my lady, I fear I do not have all the answers that you seek, but perhaps this could help you. And he sort of okay. walks away um, back in the direction of your friends. Okay. So can, uh, can, can uh, Gris take a look at this book, figure out what the title is, maybe what it's about? Yes. So Gris and Ari are both there, which is yeah. good because you are the two party members who speak Sylvan, I believe. Uh, no, just Gris. Oh. There... Just Gris. Is there another table close to where Leon is that she can go and sit down further away from everyone else? Yes, there are many tables throughout the library. Okay, so Leon goes to sit at a table, not with Ari and Gris, um, but goes to sit at the table. Yeah. Galen, are you still sort of watching this all unfold? Yeah, but I'm making it look like I'm looking for something else okay when leon sits down can she see galen galen are you still standing behind the stack of books or have you moved to kind of keep an eye on on leon i've sort of moved but you know i'm looking up and down the shelves just kind of so leon to you it almost looks like he's plotting to steal something so she doesn't look up from the book He's Galen's within earshot, right? Yes. Says, how much of that did you hear? Please just be honest with me. And I know that's hard for you. I almost got killed last night. Just have some compassion. 
I, uh, I heard all of it. Okay, come sit down then. All right. <laughs> so Galen, like, sort of regretfully <laughs> walks over. So Leon and Galen are sitting together. Let's cut back to our foresty friends. This book yes. is in Sylvan. So anything, Gris, that you read, you'll have to read aloud if you want Ari to be able to find it. Perfect. And what's the name of the book? Songs from the Sea of Trees. Okay. Um. So these are traditional songs of the Wood Elves. Okay. So once she tell, once she relays the information in common, will I have? Will I recognize them? Perhaps. Okay. Yo. Sorry, I'm writing. So I think uh, Gris immediately kind of plops this book. I imagine it's a pretty hefty book. It is, yes. Okay. Plops this book down on the counter and takes a look at it. And she's like, oh. Looks up at Ariadne. Says, you might be familiar with this. What does it say? I I can't read it, unfortunately. Oh, you don't you don't read Sylvan. Um, songs no. from the Sea of Trees. Traditional songs of the Wood Elves. Oh. Do I recognize them? Uh, you're familiar uh, well, with no. quite a few traditional songs, but you don't know until okay. she'll pull us. Uh, well, you're right. Um, sorry, I got ahead of myself. I asked Gris. Um, oh, uh, well, what are they called? Gris starts flipping through the tome, uh, looking for something that catches her eye and sees. So there's something very specific that catches your eye almost immediately. It is a song, a poem, titled The Song of the Dreamer at the End of the World. Now let's cut back to Leon and Galen. So Leon is, she she opens up the book and she starts flipping through it. And uh, she doesn't really know what she's looking for. She doesn't know this person at all. Doesn't know what he looks like, doesn't know what his name is she knows nothing um so she starts flicking through and she's not really saying anything to galen um no she feels like it's a little bit of an uncomfortable silence because she wasn't necessarily ready to divulge that information to anyone he kind of just took that information from her and uh yeah so she's kind of like would have told you eventually. I, do, I don't quite understand why you're so intent on eavesdropping on everything. Uh, it's literally my job description. Um, but if there's anything I can tell about you, uh, maybe start somewhere with uh nobility is there anything in that okay. book that you see about nobility leon kind of looks at the table of contents and is there there is a section called historical elven lineage it seems to be broken down into four separate lines of particularly famous elven lineages Okay, so Leon kind of flicks to that. Is this like an illustrated book or is it like descriptors with words? It is largely descriptors with words. It seems to tell the story okay. of the world. And so there are some images. Um, 
This mm. section isn't particularly illustrated. However, there is okay. one picture in there. Okay. Would you like to so start as, with the section yeah, the with, the picture, with the picture? Yeah, let's start. Let's start with the section with the picture. But I, I mostly want to be looking and like flipping through the elven lineage. So this section. is in the section of elven lineage. This is actually the first mm. kind of lineage that they describe. There is an image, incredibly illustrated, full color, golden leaf pressed into it, of what appears to be a man, a sorcerer mm. of some kind, dressed mm. in golden robes. Mm standing over a sea of flames. Okay. And it appears that a city is burning in the background. It is titled beneath it, The Gilded Sorcerer. The page okay. that accompanies is titled The Aurelian Lineage. Okay. It no, just, what? Can Galen oh. see all this? Uh, I, yeah, it's, I mean, it's upside down, but it's in common, so you can read it. Okay. Um, it How says- How does Leon feel about this? Oh, what does it say? You were going to continue. So it says the Aurelian lineage. Um, beneath it, it says the lineage of the Gilded Sorcerer. Um, Leon kind of looks at this. Is like- Okay. Let's uh, have That's you weird. roll a history check. Me? Yes. That's 13 plus 4, 17. So you know the story of the Gilded Sorcerer. He was a huge figure in the war between humans and elves. Uh, he was an elven sorcerer who betrayed the elf king to assist the humans in their takeover of elven lands. Mm -hmm. um, presumably, as the book says, his lineage would have ended with him as he was thrown into one of the volcanoes in the Knives. Okay. Galen, you also When did this, this. happen? This okay. would have been... It's a little unclear. It's just sort of a legend that he disappeared for a long time after the war and then reappeared uh, in the Knives where the occupants, not known for their forgiving nature, uh, bound him and threw him into the volcano. Um, so Leon, does she like have any resemblance to this illustration in any capacity? It's, I mean, it's a very generic sort of medieval illustration. It's not okay. particularly, um, there are three more lineages that she can flip through after I this. was going to say, can she start to flip through the other lineages? Yes, there is the Valrith lineage, which you have been recently acquainted with and mm. almost murdered by. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, they are from the old kings of Valrith, who ruled the lands now governed by human lords prior to the Great War who maintained their wealth and power, or at least their prestige, in Elven lands. Then there's, there is the Argentian lineage. Um, they are from the old kings of the Silver Lake, the high elf land now known as Elven territory. Um, and the, they, they supply the current line on the Elven throne. Okay. 
The final is the Birdsong lineage. Um, they are the only lineage of wood elves listed in, in this entire book of, of historical elven lines. They are the lineage said to have the closest ties to the original wood elves created by Sylvanus and born into the Sea of Trees. So Leon immediately writes that one off. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, that's not me. Um, she kind of turns the book to Galen. She's like, I don't, don't, I don't, I don't think the Valraith lineage makes any sense. I, no, I don't know what to, to make of this. Wait a minute. Didn't, uh, didn't one of those crazies call you sister? Yeah. Maybe it's worth taking okay. a look into. Oh, uh, I was gonna, no, no, that was, she waves her hand, she's like, that was Gabriel's sister because she thought I was gonna marry Gabriel, but it was actually just a ruse to sacrifice me to whatever fucked up god they believe in. And then she, like, takes a moment, she's like, I don't, I, it wasn't, Alexandre was the Valraith at that party, and he did not call me sister at all. Mm. What do you think? Dion's feeling, like, strangely drawn to the Aurelian lineage. Did you, uh... Is there any more, uh, on the Aurelians? Presumably, there is more on this Gilded Sorcerer in the rest of the book, but this section doesn't have anything else. Can we... I look for it? Can we look for it? Um, you would have a familiarity with with the story of the, of the sorcerer and the great wars, and essentially what you know is that he um, he channeled some kind of quote unquote hellfire is usually how it's described to scorch the land of the elves and drive them from their homes. Yikes! Mm. Sounds like that's not great. Uh, no. That wouldn't be good. No. That would be bad. That, that wouldn't be. That would not be great. That, right? mm, that's bad, even for me. Uh. <laughs> Leon chuckles at that. Which I think is the first time Galen's gotten her to laugh. <laughs> a blank period. <laughs> the last whole time. So she goes, okay, okay. I mean... This is a this is a good starting point. Um, I think this is a good starting point. I feel like knowing this, I can do some more research on the Aurelian lineage or the the Argentian lineage. Um, she's just like ignoring the other two. <laughs> um, she's she has it she has it in her head, but she's like mm -mm -mm, no. Um, so she's like I. Uh, this is a good start, right? Like, she doesn't, she genuinely doesn't know where to go with this. Okay. So, um, do you feel like maybe this is a good time to return to your party, or are you going to continue? I was gonna say, I think she closes the book, says, think, I think that's all I'm probably gonna be able to get out of this book. Um, we should go back to Gris and Ari and find out what's going on with this dead man. This is not 
gonna be solved in one day because why would anything be solved in one day and leon's saying this as she's like heading back to the spot on the shelf <laughs> where um vidi thus like put the pulled the book out of and she's just like mm, why would it be easy why would anything be easy mm, you try to get you try to be nice to a noble and then you go and you get almost murdered and then you're party doesn't untie you and she's just doing this as she walks and galen are you just following behind her as she's doing this like yeah but he's he's kind of galen's like like pinching the bridge of his nose just like thinking why is she saying this out loud there's a stranger right there <laughs> but this is sort of watching you all pass by with like like mild intrigue like this is this is probably the most drama that happens at the library, so he's probably pretty grateful for this. Let's go home to Raphael, just like, you won't believe what happened today. <laughs> Gris and Ari, you are now seated next to each other looking over this book. Gris, um, you have found this, this poem called yes. The Song of the Dreamer at the End of the World. Would you like to read it aloud to Ari? Yeah, are our partners in crime back yet, or is it just me and Ari? They are approaching you, but it's just you two right now. Okay, so after, you know, flipping through several pages and, and kind of, you know, being hunched over for a while, Gris kind of like rubs a page of the of the book with her hand kind of slowly and kind of glances over to Ari and back of the book and starts to read. In his bed, a hero sleeps. From his dreams, the world's end leaps. Hell grants a traitor his gilded throne, place on his head a crown of stone. Only when golden blood, golden blood, is spilled, is the dreamer's destiny fulfilled. Betrayal's progeny's fate unfurled. Wake the dreamer, save the world. And at the end of reading this, she kind of just sits up and just kind of stares across the table, not really at anything in particular, and and right. immediately kind of looks for uh, Vedithus, I think. And uh, oh. that concludes today's episode. Mm -hmm. Of course. I had a feeling. <laughs> of course <Yeah>. it does. <laughs> we will be back next week for episode four, titled... The dreamer at the the song of the dreamer at the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, but for now, we want to take a few minutes to thank all of you for hanging out with us. Um, especially since yeah. this was our very first stream as Twitch affiliates. Which yeah, we hit a level five hype train in the first ten Wait, minutes. Did we? Yeah. 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 We hit a level five hype train in the first five minutes. So everybody who subbed, gifted subs, was so, so, so generous. I saw um, James gifted a sub or gifted five subs. Duke gifted a sub. And then there were a whole bunch of anonymous subs. I don't know who you were, but I want to say thank you. I think there were like <laughs> 10 or 15 anonymous subs that were gifted um so i just we just wanted to say thank you for that when i saw the level five hype train i was like um what? i was freaking Already? the fuck out so thank you so much like legit we were trying to like keep it cool but me and ryan were like what are we witnessing right I just now like pointing <laughs> so, to chat but so like, guys thanks when, so much when i when we're doing this like i have like chat popped up just like I can so I can glance at it if a story moment's happening and I'm not like involved. And I was seeing that happen and I'm just like who the 
Oh. I'm like losing my goddamn mind. And like yeah. seriously, yeah. that means the world to us. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, Harp you. just gifted a sub. Yeah, thank you for gifting yeah. that sub, Harp. Yes, thank y'all so much me. for the support. I'm sorry, I don't have chat pulled open because I've got like I've got the, the story on the iPad and then I have all of D D Beyond open. Good. But um Yeah. Yeah, I thank y'all so much for the support and, and for hanging out with us. Um I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's all downhill from it better not be downhill from here because we were already real, real at the bottom of the hill. First <laughs> we survived our first battle, though. Like our first, like actual combat scene. Somehow, sort of. So, speak for uh, yourselves. Yeah, hopefully by our next episode. Um, just Jenny, just Jenny, just space. Jenny Evil will be approved. Um, until then, please take care of yourselves. We love you all so much. Y'all are capable of doing zooms with your cameras. I'm sitting over here like, mm, I can't. No. <laughs> um, yeah, worry. we will be back on uh, next Thursday at 6 p.m. MST, 8 p.m. EST. I'm gonna go uh, critique my player's style of combat, and uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. <laughs> Thank you again for the support. We love you so much. Love you guys. You're wonderful. Bye. We Bye. love you. Bye. We love you.